Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hello, welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. If you're new here, I'm so grateful you're here. And if you're an OG, welcome back. I'm really excited for this episode, and it's an episode um, that I've been gently exploring up until this point, but I also wanted to share that as I'm going through um, this 2023 astrology forecast, that I'm also looking in real time at the charts, at the dates in which these different planets and different transits are happening. So it's going to be a beautiful combination of um, knowledge that I've gained over just investigating and then also current time. And why is this important to us? Well, we are influenced by the environment around us. And if you don't believe that, look at the sun and the moon. We literally rise with the sun um, and up until, you know, I'm sure still recently, like up until you know, ancient times and up until now, we've been using the moon for crops. Um, a woman's cycle is based upon the different phases of the moon. So astrology has been a part of our human existence since the beginning of time. And I love the analogy of saying that the stars will guide us home, maybe because I just recently watched Moana. But yes, in the sense of saying in this physical plane, they can really be perfect and potent indicators of where we are going with the knowledge of where we've been, right? Yet at the very same time, it's also a guiding force and a guiding light to guide us home to ourselves because it really brings about a different perspective of self-evaluation and self-understanding. So as we're moving through the various different um, astrological influences that are going to be coming up in 2023, I ask you to have an open heart and an open mind, especially if astrology is something that you're not 100% familiar with. Things might seem a little confusing, but I'm going to do my very best to um, really put this in layman's terms so that way whatever it is that um, comes up for you um, as far as like questions or if things seem a little confusing, I'm going to do my very, very best to really just make it um, potent, powerful, and easy to understand. So if you're ready for this, I'm excited that you're here. Maybe get a pen and a piece of paper, jot certain things down, because there's going to be a lot of self-reflection happening in 2023. Now, if you listen to my episode with um, Daphne Antoine, she went over the numer numerology uh, energetic forecast for 2023. And this is essentially a seven year and you get the number seven by adding the two, the two and the three together. And when we look at the number seven in numerology, if you weren't able to listen to that podcast, we are looking at knowledge. Okay. And when we think of knowledge, we think of the fact that like we are really in this era of consumption, consumption of knowledge, consumption of information, consumption of various different people putting out various different forms of information and experiences and perspectives out there in the world, and we are on the receiving end of that. And as much as that is something that is very um, useful for us, it's also something that may, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, hinder our ability to tap into our own awareness, our own inner knowledge. And when we look at the wisdom that we carry as human beings, the wisdom that we each carry is actually very, very unique. And when we're consuming, the consumption kind of clutters the realization and the whisper of our souls and what our souls are attempting to um, express to us in ways that maybe are a little bit more subtle, right? So, what I would invite you um, to do here 
is really allow this experience as you're listening to be an experience of perspective um, and an invitation to gain a different perspective without really judging, right? Because sometimes if there's any type of skepticism on anything, we could judge. But um, what I do want to share with you is that, yes, I'm going to be giving you information, but the information that I'm giving you is also an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper within your chart, to dive a little bit deeper within yourself, to self-reflect, to ask yourself powerful, powerful questions that are really intended to open up doors within yourself that maybe you never saw in this way, right? So um, thank you so much for being here and I am super, super excited. Y'all, I am so excited to share with you my partnership with Sakara. This is a company that has been a part of my life for quite a few years. I love the integrity of the products. I love the plant-based, whole foods, nutrient-rich offerings that they have. And now, listeners on the Woo Woman podcast get 20% off their first purchase. Yes, y'all, 20% off. So if you are interested in checking um, Sakara out and what it has in store for you, your mind, your body, and your spirit, when you go to the checkout, click the promo code option and type in XO Shelly, all caps, X-O-S-H-E-L-L-Y. First off, astrology is a tool and it is an opportunity for you to self-reflect. Nothing outside of you has power over you. However, with the energies that are going on around you, you could begin to reflect on what's going on within you. So this is this is something that will help you prepare for your life, prepare for the seasons that are ahead of us, prepare for energetic happenings that we may experience. So over the past couple of years, um, between 2020 and 2022 have been really, really challenging for most people, right? And that is reflective in really, really challenging transits that have happened not only in our personal charts, right, but in the overall astrology. So we're not going to get back into that energy, but we are going to be interestingly pushed towards adapting towards change and creating a new sense of reality and a new normal, so to speak, and really finding ourselves being comfortable with the uncomfortable. And what's really interesting is that so many companies, and I was just having this conversation with a couple of friends last night over dinner, it's like so many companies started in 2020 and they are successful. So many people were forced and driven out of their jobs but created something for themselves. And this is this is something to take a look at because up until that 2020 pandemic's happening, most of us were in an autopilot way of living. So this is something that we are kind of transitioning out of now energetically. And my own personal opinion, I think the biggest shifts are going to happen in 2024, 2025. Um, But right now we're in the midst of integrating, integrating the lessons that we learned through the external environments and the external experience that we've already lived, not only individually through the pandemic era, but also as a collective through the pandemic era. So what are the major shifts that are going to be coming in to 2023 that can really be potent and powerful for humanity, but also for us as individuals. So Mars and Mercury retrograde. So by the time that you're listening to this, Mars and Mercury um, are now direct. But during Mars and Mercury retrograde, we also experienced a bit of a lull towards the end of 2023 and the beginning parts of January 2023. Um, If you were like me, like I was just super exhausted, um, just heavy energy, like I knew that there was integrations happening, but I was experiencing that through like a forced pause in my life, so to speak. And when we look at retrogrades, a lot of times there's a stigma um, out there in pop culture of like, ah, Mercury retrograde, Mars retrograde. And it's essentially just a call for us to slow the fuck down and re evaluate what is going on and when we're able to honor the lulls that we are feeling and the lulls that are kind of being 
um, pushed upon us, for lack of a better word, then we're able to slow things down and really pull ourselves out of the momentum of the have to do's and the need to do's and the responsibilities to really take a take a you know a, a zoomed out perspective into like what are we doing and why are we doing it what are we saying and how are we saying it how am i serving and who am i speaking to in doing so right so that is quite a bit of the energy with that mars and mercury retrograde so now the mars and mercury energy going direct right which at the time that this is launched, Mars and Mercury are direct currently in a little bit of a Mercury shadow period. Um, but this is a, a, a really sn- nice smack in the tush to like get things going, start acting. So maybe that lull, maybe that reevaluation, that reorganization, that reestablishment of self, where you're going, what you're doing is really bringing about inspiration. Um, lots of interesting ways of thinking, lots of interesting ways of being, okay? Then we have Saturn and Pisces, which is so, so interesting. So Saturn is our planet of boundaries. It's our uh, planet of um, challenge. It could also be our like our sense of maturity, um, boundaries, things that we've learned, our karma, lifelong lessons, things of that nature. And Saturn is going to be moving into Pisces. And Pisces is the 12th sign of the zodiac. And it's very, very wise, very dreamy, um, very sensitive, um, and really connected to the dream world. So putting those two together is really interesting, okay? And we'll get deeper into this, but I'm just giving you a little bit of a rundown. So that way, when we get deeper into it, at least your brain is like, okay, like I kind of understand since I got that a little intro. Intro. So Jupiter is going to be in Taurus. So Jupiter is our planet of expansion, good luck, possibilities, money, um, all the good things. Okay. And it's going to be moving into Taurus. And Taurus is all about material, money, grounded, um, very determined energy, maybe sometimes stubborn energy, but really does touch upon money as well as long-term and longevity. Venus, which is our planet of values of how we use money, how we talk about money, um, our beliefs around it, also beauty, um, things of the material world, success, shifts into Leo, and Leo is a go-getter type energy. Leo likes to be seen. Leo has this energy of, you know, I'm going to do it regardless. Again, a bit stubborn there. Then we have Venus, which again is our planet of beliefs, our values, money, beauty, um, the way we talk about money, the way we use it, our values and beliefs around it goes retrograde in Leo. Okay. And as I mentioned earlier, that Leo energy is all about being seen. Um, and all of that jazz. So maybe you can probably infer with just like the expressions of the planets and the signs, a little bit of the energy that might come through with that. If you know retrogrades are all about relax, reset, reevaluate, reorganize, when Venus is in retrograde, maybe things within our finances are going to kind of slow down. We're going to invest more. Maybe we're going to invest in different things, ideas of investments. How are we showing up for, you know, our people? Um, What are we saying? Are we being and expressing ourselves the way that we want to? Just to give an example. Then we have quite a few eclipses happening in 2023. We have a total solar eclipse in Aries happening. And we have a a solar eclipse in Libra. Now, solar eclipses are really interesting because it can kind of bring about things that are hidden. It could bring about old themes, old triggers that maybe you thought you were done with, but now you're getting a different perspective because they're showing up slightly different, okay? And then we have a um, lunar eclipse in Taurus. So when we look at the, the sun and the moon, the sun is all about the masculine, the action. And also the moon is all about the passive, the rest, the calm. So when we look at these two very important planets, which I know they're luminaries, but like in the, in the language of astrology, we, we are under the category as planets. Um, but 
they're really powerful and potent because the moon discusses our emotions, discusses the feminine, and the sun discusses our actions and the masculine. And we, as human beings, hold a balance between masculine and feminine energies, just as the world does in every way, shape, and form, because the duality and the binary bond between them is essentially what gives expression and what gives life. So we are having that solar eclipse in Libra, that lunar eclipse in Taurus, and then a total solar eclipse in Aries. Now, the nodes. This is my most favorite topic to talk about. When I um, go through my client's natal chart, the nodes are very important parts of their natal chart. And if you would like to access your natal chart while listening, head down to the show notes and you will find a free um, option on my website to find your natal chart. So you can kind of be guided by um, this this recording. So the nodes are really important because the 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 nodes are going to be shifting. North node is going to be in Aries and the south node is going to be in Libra. So this is like, again, that that balance between the self and other. And we'll go over a little bit more in detail as we move along. But these are the major astrological shifts that are going to be happening in 2023 and ways in which you can begin to integrate what you receive as far as information as well as reflecting on your own needle chart through this process that can really really help you and guide you energetically throughout the rest of the year and prepare you all right so we are going to be hitting saturn in pisces so saturn moves into pisces on March 7th, 2023, and will be in Pisces until February of 2026. Now, each planet has different times in which they transit. So some planets are slower than others, and Saturn is one of those planets that takes a little bit of time. So when we look at Saturn moving into Pisces, we have to look at where we've been, right? So Saturn has been in Aquarius, um, and this is an Aquarius energy is all about humanitarian, um, hu- like it's a very humanitarian energy. It's all about forward progression. It's all about what needs to happen, the challenges that need to happen for forward progression. And when we reflect back at where we've been the past couple years, it's very much that. And you may have experienced this on personal levels as well. Because like I mentioned before, Saturn is our planet of boundaries, of challenge, of karma. It's also a planet that represents responsibility. It represents um, challenges, delays, but it also represents success. And it represents success because our achievements are rewarded when we pivot. Right When we begin to look at the things that weren't working and say, okay, maybe that wasn't working, but I can pivot, I can shift, I can change. And look at how, even though humanity was very much challenged during these past couple years in, in you know, Saturn being in Aquarius, look how much growth came of it as well. Not only on an individualistic level, but from a humanitarian outlook, okay? So when we, when we look at um, when Saturn went into Aquarius, it literally happened when the pandemic happened. It was like March of 2020. It was literally right there in the midst of the pandemic. So we were experiencing extreme challenges collectively and individually, right? And the whole world was affected by this, right? All of humanity was ex- was affected by this. And yet it gave humanity an opportunity to not only come together, but to also um, be going through something at the same time. And humanity as a whole, the world as a whole, hasn't really had that experience of going through something um, together. But that challenge, that um, boundary or the boundaries that were created from that really brought us closer to ourselves, but also one another in different ways because we were all going through it at the same time, right? And this is, this is a, a, a shift when Saturn moves into Pisces 
because this is this is an energy like I mentioned before Pisces is that dreamy that wisdom that um beautiful mystical wise like I literally my son is a Pisces so like when I when I envisioned a Pisces I literally envisioned my oldest son but this energy is really powerful especially for all of us because this is an opportunity to to create success and also boundaries with our intuition with our spirituality with religion with magic okay but it can also point to various you know shifts energetically because everything holds a polarity where addiction or drugs or alcohol or um on different understandings with television with the media with film um lots of very like vivid dreams sleep maybe um sleep you know disturbances or deep sleeps um it also is connected to prisons and escapism so when we when we when we look at this energy of pisces it can be um a layer of self-isolation and also suicide which i don't really like to kind of point to like the the heavier energies but essentially this is this is a a transit that is going to invite us to up level on a spiritual level and it's also going to require us to create boundaries so you might experience certain challenges in in one of these various different areas that i've mentioned before um when saturn goes into pisces or it will be an opportunity for you to say like, oh, whoa, like I remember listening to this podcast and it was talking about this and how my dreams are going to be more vivid, how my intuition is going to be heightened, how my desire to explore spirituality, to explore who I am, to explore what I'm doing is going to be very potent. And notice if there's a layer of escapism in that because when when we feel alone or when we feel isolated sometimes that heavy energy that is intended to be a catalyst to where we need to go can be consuming so what are you like what with the energy that's here it's what are you going to do with it what choices are you going to make with it okay so a couple layers of Saturn and Pisces in history. Um, in the mid-60s, this was a very, very powerful and potent time for civil rights, um, specifically the black community in America. We also saw huge, huge increases in drugs, right? And like the drugs that were, um, you know, heightening these different layers of awareness like LSD, mushrooms, um, you know, acid, all these different um, drugs that we are currently experiencing in a form of like in the same form in my opinion it's becoming a little bit more popular but we're using it differently we're using it with more boundaries right we're using it with um experiencing this in a little bit more of a mature way with um these drugs and these these um opportunities to up level consciousness that was similar to the up leveling of consciousness in the 60s but in the 60s it was very loose and now we've grown we've learned and now we're moving on right um the most recent saturn in pisces transit was from may 1993 to april 1996 and this is where we kind of um saw um kurt cobain you know commit suicide um we also saw playstation game get launched we unfortunately saw like lots of murders and things of that nature and people kind of being at odds over beliefs and religion and again this is something to to take into consideration if this is the energy or or if layers and themes of that happen so when we when we look at the importance of recognizing the Saturn and Pisces, we again have to recognize where we've been in order to, to really help us understand where we need to go. And because Saturn is all about maturity, it's asking us to see these these layers in history as opportunities to grow and learn from, right? So what are the potential predictions of 2023? I 
I, I honestly think that there's going to be very similar themes, but I do think that it's going to be in a more mature form because again, like I mentioned earlier, microdosing, mushrooms, LSD, ketamine, all these various different drugs that were, um, you know, very, very palpable in the 60s that were a little, you know, chaotic and like free love and all that stuff. I think we're using it in a more mature way to really help gather information and insight to the possibilities of how this can really help improve people's lives. How can it help people heal? How can it help people expand their consciousness and also tap into their layers of consciousness that maybe we don't necessarily need them long term, right? But I definitely think that there's also going to be an uprising with um, spirituality. I think a lot more people are going to be very curious. Their spirituality is going to be heightened. Their intuition is going to be heightened. Maybe um, more spiritual leaders coming up um, into... 2023 and again the opportunity to absorb that information but also to take the time to inquire about yourself and ask yourself how the information that you're receiving during these times really does relate to your own beliefs okay Um, I definitely think that there's also going to be deeper conversations on the media and music and how they how they affect us um i don't know if you know this but there is various different hurts that are very powerful in um creating progression now if we think back to the 60s a lot of the people that were you know producing music um the rolling stones um the beatles they were exploring and experimenting with um these drugs like mushrooms lsd acid the whole nine And they were really developing music and entertainment from a more conscious framework, meaning that they were tapped with these drugs. They were tapping into the consciousness of the world or the universe or God, and they were translating that in different ways in the form of lyrics, in the form of music that really awakened and um, inspired others that weren't doing the drugs. So God particle or the universe was really um, still speaking through them, okay? And I sense that, you know, 2023 is also going to be a really important time where people are going to begin to understand the effects of different hurts on their on themselves. I am a, you know, huge advocate for binaural beats, I definitely think that there is power in the music that you listen to. And if you don't believe so, think about your favorite song and how it puts you in a good mood and then maybe research the hurts that that song is in and then research the hurts, um, like the the specific um, benefits of that hurts um, on the internet and see how that's reflective. And you can even see like some, some music uh, makes you want to dance. Some music makes you... Um, very aggressive. I also think that television is also going to be um, put to the forefront on how it affects our younger generation, um, the type of content that's going to be on our generation. And I also think that a lot of people that are in the film and production industry um, are going to begin to to be in the forefront, perhaps in a good light, um, or switching over to to more progressive and more um, productive ways of music and lyrics, or there's going to be a lot of people in the spotlight in the spotlight of um, maybe what they're putting out there isn't so great, right? And we were subliminally being affected. Now, when we think about um, the underworld, there might be certain discoveries that come up from like deep down in the ocean, but also there might be certain discoveries um, that are going to be happening for individuals through the subconscious mind. Now, we, we've begun to understand that microdosing, and I'm an advocate of microdosing, as most of you know, um, are are really um, integral in recognizing what is really within our subconscious mind. So I think a lot of people in 2023 are going to become very interested in hypnosis, psyche, emotion code, um, subconscious reprogramming components to really begin to heal as a whole and tap into spirituality.
So I really think that Saturn in Pisces come 2023 is going to be really, really powerful. And I invite you to explore that and be aware of that. Now, what's really interesting is that if you have your chart pulled up, um, take the time, hit pause and go find it. Wherever Pisces is in your chart, this might be um, some layers of um, wherever Pisces is in your chart that's where Saturn's going to be transiting. So look at the house and see what house it's in because it might help give you some insight and information on the longevity and what you're building for the long term in that particular area of your life. So the houses are represented by the numbers and are indicators of various different parts of your life and rule different parts of your life. So when we look at your Pisces energy, which the Pisces, the, the zodiac signs are on the very outer wheel of your natal chart, we can look at that and say, wow, let's just, for an example, um, let's look at, sat, uh, I'm sorry, Pisces is in your fifth house of children, romance, fun, um, entertainment, maybe you begin to explore, um, you know, trying something new in the form of an instrument, or maybe you begin to understand that it's okay to have more fun. How can fun be an integrative part of your life? Um, maybe recognizing that when you are having a great time, you're really tapping into who you are at your core without the responsibilities, without all of the chaos. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to see how children bring out a brighter side of you. Maybe this is an opportunity to say, you know what, I really do want children, right? Um, so those are the different themes depending on the house. And again, this is something that you can begin to interpret. I have a course that guides you through your natal chart. Um, if you're interested in, in looking into that, it's called your born identity. And I will also put that down in the show notes. Now, the next um, transit that's going to be happening is Pluto in Aquarius, and this is going to be happening from March 23rd, 2023 to June 11th, 2023, and I am going to currently put this in my little, I I love Luna Astrology, um, but I think it's probably for people who interpret because it really doesn't give that that much insight, but I just love their... um, the way in which they cast um, the transits here. So now I am looking at Pluto is going to be in Aquarius. So Pluto is our planet of uh, like death and rebirth. Um, Think of the Sphinx rising. It is transformation. It is transition. It is shedding the old layers. It is kind of like burning the bullshit. Okay. And Aquarius, as we mentioned before, it's forward progression, technology, forward advancements, and um, the, you know, humanity. And this is really a huge transit. Um, And the reason why is because Pluto has not been in Aquarius, has not been in Aquarius since I think it's like 250 years. So we are going to be shifting all all to forward advancements and progression, but it requires us to leave the ways that we used to be and the things that aren't working down. And it's an, it's allowing us to shed those layers of ourselves and also humanity as a collective of what isn't working, okay? How, what do we need to transform? What, what kind of metamorphosis do we need to happen um, in order to create space for new? right? It's also a planet of power. Uh, it's a, it's also a planet of intimacy going deeper, deeper understandings. And that's why I mentioned, um, subconscious and Pluto also exposes things. So I think a lot of things within your personal subconscious mind are going to be exposed as well as I think humanity as a whole, like I mentioned, like in the film industry and in the music industry, a lot of things with celebrities, um, the exposure um, and kind of like airing out the dirty laundry has to happen in order for clarity to come to humanity to transition out and and burn that old bullshit and say like holy fuck like this is not what where we want to go this is not where we want 
our future children to go. What needs to change? What needs to shift? How can we take what we've learned and transform it into something that is effective, that is progressive? And Pluto can come come very um, strongly in a very an extreme way, but it's a purifier. It's a cleanser. It's a purger, right? That Sphinx rising energy. So this is this is a huge part of our own personal awareness as well as pluto moves into aquarius notice that things might be falling away there might be certain awarenesses between like relationships and intimacy that might come up to being different relationships that we have with things within society or the government or politics um you know celebrities whatever the case may be just know that even though the chaos may come, its intention is I'm like visually seeing like the tower tarot card, even though that even though P Pluto can have this like chaotic energy or feel like chaotic energy in the beginning, the chaos has to happen in order to clear, right? Like you have to have a knowledge and awareness in order for things to clear. And like, I don't know why this is coming up, but this is this is something like that's just like automatically coming through. Like you could be living a beautiful life with your partner. Everything is hunky dory. Everything is beautiful. And all of a sudden you become aware that that person's been cheating on you for two years. Right. And it's like gut wrenching. You're like gutted and you're like, what the fuck? Like this has been like such a beautiful, you know, relationship. And I had absolutely no idea. This is like horrible. Right. But that purification and that 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 um, realization and that truth that does come out creates more clarity. And then maybe you look back and you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't recognize that. Like there were signs, but I just didn't I didn't see it like that or whatever it might be. And I, I don't know why that came up to share, probably because the whole intimacy thing came up. But. Think about the things that are coming out even now about certain people and celebrities that are out there. Like that realization is like, oh my God, like we had no idea. Like this, this is, this like is really crazy. But at the same time, thank you for the clarity because now I can create better judgments and I can create better decisions for myself and for my future and for my forward progress. All right, so what are the deeper themes that we are going to begin to experience with Pluto and Aquarius? Um, I sense human rights, science, technology, AI, which we're already seeing, groups, organization, socialism. I definitely think there's going to be another push um, for America to go towards socialism. Um, my own personal opinion is it's not a great idea, um, but to each his own. Um, also, outer space. Um, astrology, I think astrology is going to take a huge, huge front seat for people because people are going to begin to recognize like, holy shit, there's something to this. How can I work with it? Um, perhaps rebellion and this desire for freedom. And this is collectively, but also individualistically, right? A lot of people that I'm talking to these days want financial freedom, want time freedom for themselves. They don't want to be tied to that nine to five. They want to begin to live their lives instead of living for the man and living for the money and being supported by it, okay? Uh, medicine might also take some advance uh, advancements as well as the use of technology with medicine. And I do want to share something um, that I've recently kind of pivoted a little bit. So I used to think I'm like, oh my God, technology, like we're staring at screens, we're staring at screens. This is like so bad. This is so bad. This is so bad. And to an extent, yes, I'm sure it isn't amazing. However, I think we're on the consumption side, like I mentioned before. I think we're on the consumption side of technology because we're still fairly new to it. All right. Like I grew up in like dial up AOL and like I had to like run home to like talk to my friends and now like we could text somebody instantaneously at our fingertips right so it's evolved and grown so much within you know 20 years or so but I think that the advancements that are going to end up happening is people are going to begin to realize how much information that they have on their fingertips and how they can develop time freedom by creating something that is accessible to more people than just their local community. Expansion, right? Expanding ourselves. Aquarius is about forward progression, technology. And how are we using technology? Are we using technology for knowledge, right? And are we using technology to numb out? And I think that that theme um, is really gonna gonna come forward as well with Pluto and Aquarius. 
So maybe check in with yourself as to, you know, maybe where are you at? Like, what are you reflecting on in a personal level? Um, are you really, yeah, I do desire to have time freedom. I really do desire to have, you know, financial freedom. How can I create residual income? How can my skills and my talents convert? You know, um, I started putting, you know, courses online because I was like, you know, I'm teaching this to a couple people. Why can't I record it one time and put a price tag on it? And every so often I wake up and I have like a course sale and it's something that I did one time that somebody came across that they want to invest in, right? And Kajabi, if you're interested in Kajabi, you could scroll down at the bottom and click the link. But if you have something, now is the time to put your ego in the back seat and all the self-doubt in the back seat and say like, I have something to share. I have a skill. I have a talent. I have a message that only I can share the way that I know. Right. Only only I have the story that I have. Only I know what it's like to be in my body. But my story can help others. My skill sets can help others. And you could transfer that content online. And Kajabi is like like when I found Kajabi, I was like, holy shit, like this is life changing. I now use it for my clients and organize their files and they can replay their videos. So it's been such a profound platform for me. Um, and I highly suggest anybody who is even remotely considering to use Kajabi or use any type of platform for courses and put your shit online. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But guess what? You're stepping into a, a version of yourself that is actually moving towards the potential of that time freedom, of that financial freedom, of that residual income by doing it, Right? Your soul's calling, your soul's knocking on your door and the choice is yours whether to let go of that old self-doubt and burn that bullshit as Pluto comes in and allow yourself to transform into the version of yourself that you desire, into that call of your heart that you're feeling and stop doubting yourself. Just start, just do it. Like, I feel like Nike, right? I feel like a Nike commercial, but it's true. It's like so many people limit themselves without even attempting like it's already off the table as it becomes a thought of potential or inspiration because they they go through the fucking mental gymnastics and they psych themselves out that they don't do anything they don't initiate anything if you don't initiate anything you're not going to know whether or not it has potential and let me tell you something my personal business has grown as I've grown I have taken baby steps to get to where I am today and I'm excited for where I'm going because I know that every level brings me to a different level and brings me to a different offering and a different way to serve my people. So just because you start something and it's not a hit, maybe by starting that, you get another inspirational idea. Maybe by starting that, you've grown and you've created a skill set. And guess what? Maybe it's not your course, but maybe it's how to show other people or people in your industry how to do that, how to make something, right? So don't limit yourself and know that Pluto's going to come in with a vengeance and it's literally going to burn the bullshit and it's going to bring things to the surface and it's going to bring deeper layers of awareness, not only as a whole, but also from an individual perspective. So the last time that Aquarius was, I'm sorry, last time Pluto was in Aquarius, um, we were in between 1778 and 1798. So in Russia, um, you know, Catherine the Great was reigning and, excuse me, I keep burping here, I apologize. And she was someone that was strongly encouraged um enlightened in the arts in the sciences like she had this forward progression in america um to claim like it claimed its independence from england in 1776 okay so there could be some potential um and also the bill of rights in 1789 there could be some potential beauty that comes out of this right like like true 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 transitions Big, big, big transitions. The French Revolution also started in 1789, um, and they ended up overthrowing the monarchy, okay? So, like, think about the things that might be going on around the world here, okay? Um, We also saw the industry, um, you know, revolutionize when we were talking about transportation and textile industries. Um, The planet Uranus was discovered as well in 1781, 
um, which is huge when it comes to, you know, um, outer space science. And I think that there's going to be a, I, I've already seen quite a few things come out about outer space for sure. I think like the whole concept that aliens aren't real is going to be debunked. Um, and again, that disclosure has already happened. Like the United States of America has disclosed that they're there are aliens. Um, you could research it. There's documents on it. But I think it's going to become more aware and more apparent, um, probably in more ways than one. Maybe some visitations. Who knows? Maybe um, some direct um, conversations. But this is a really exciting time when Pluto goes into Aquarius because it's a lot of forward progression. It's a lot of deeper understandings of self. It's a lot of choices that we need to make. Um, I believe that I, and, you know, my prediction with Pluto and Aquarius, I, I think obviously a lot of the themes are going to come up. Lots of freedom, lots of rebellion, lots of revolution, perhaps like uprisings, um, shifts in policies, shifts in the government. Um, also, you know, discoveries in, in, you know, outer space. And I definitely think artificial intelligence is going to take a front seat as well I have, I'm already seeing it um, but technology I think is going to shift to um, more of a progressive and mature um, way because it's again like okay we've been doing this this way it's not working maybe this has to do with like the way the medical system um, is structured um, you know different different layers of that um, I believe might might be seen and I think that people are also going to begin to form more groups, like people are going to begin to find their tribe, whether it be your tribe online, um, masterminds. I personally have seen huge growth in my masterminds with my 30-day resets, um, but also within my sisterhood mastermind with my private clients and the ability to, to develop community is powerful. I also think that perhaps... Um, we're going to see as much as like the forward progress is going to be beautiful with technology and AI because Pluto holds that energy of extremities, right? So like that death and that rebirth, I definitely think that there's also going to be um, some interesting information with regards to the negative parts of AI and technology, but an opportunity there is to regroup and forward progress. So um yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting energy with this Pluto and Aquarius. So what you're going to do if you have your natal chart with you is look at where Aquarius is in your natal chart. And again, check in with the house that it's in and see perhaps where you might be experiencing personal um, transformations in your life in the year of 2023. If you missed my January 30-day reset, don't fret. I have another one coming up in the spring, and this one is themed Spring Super Bloom Reset. And we are diving deep in the feminine womb healing, um, self-love, pussy power. So if you perhaps created some intentions in the beginning of the year and you really aren't seeing them bearing any fruits, I invite you to explore what this 30-day reset has for you in the spring and sign up for the waitlist. It's down below in the show notes. Transit is Jupiter in Taurus. So as I mentioned before, Jupiter is our planet of good luck. This is our planet of expansion. This is our planet of... Um, beauty and all things good. So this transit happens on May 16th, 2023 until May 25th, 2024. And that Taurus energy again is like, again, the, the money and um, the sense of stability and structure and organization. Again, a layer of strong will is a part of this as well. So this combination already kind of denotes this opportunity for financial expansion. Um, and then when we, when we look at this ability to expand, right, we're looking at perhaps people, as I mentioned before, creating forms of revenue for themselves, residual forms of income, maybe having multiple businesses or multiple um, ideas for expansion. But 
finances is definitely going to take the front seat for people, um, not only as a collective, but individually. And we're going to begin to reorganize our money structure and money management, um, the economy, stability, security, land even. Maybe people, excuse me, maybe people choosing to have their own farmland, people living off grid, um, property, right? People might be investing in property. I know that the, the housing market is kind of leveling off right now, but people are beginning to recognize the opportunities that are there with investing in property. Um, also with beauty and cosmetics, um, the, the food industry, agriculture, assets, the senses, because Taurus discusses and touches upon the five senses, all of these layers are um, a part of this energy with Jupiter and Taurus and the abil ability to expand upon it. So we as individuals might be reorganizing and reestablishing our financial systems. I know with my private clients, finances has really been at the forefront towards the tail end of 2023 and money management is very, very important. And it is important because when we look at what money is, money is an energetic currency. What is currency? It is energy. So when we really begin to understand what money really represents, money represents in, to an extent a layer of our self-worth. And there are people out there that don't agree with this, but I truly believe that it is because when you step into the best version of who you are and you recognize that you have something to offer and you have something to share and you step into that, on an individual unique level, then your self-esteem goes up, your confidence goes up, and guess what? You have a way of monetizing on that. So when you recognize what you like that you are worthy of something, then that sense of worthiness brings wealth, right? Brings abundance. Even though you already are, you may have forgotten, but it's 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 stepping back into your personal power to recognize that you are that. You are abundant, you are wealthy. You have a story and you have a purpose and it's whether or not you choose to explore that and take the, the beginning steps to expand upon that. So what are my predictions for Jupiter and Taurus in 2023? I definitely think that the stock market and the money, maybe cryptocurrency um, might come back into circulation or may be adopted by various different companies. Um, when we look again at Jupiter, this is blessings, good luck, fortune. And it's also the planet of beliefs and spiritual growth and spirituality. So when we, when we allow ourselves to tap into what that might look like with Taurus energy, then we're looking at being more mindful. How are we using our money? What are we investing in? Our dollar is our vote, right? So like, what are we investing in? Who are we giving our money to? Who are we giving our power to, right? Think of it like that. Our dollar is our vote. That is our power. And what are we giving our power to? So when we're looking at this from a, from a physical, you know, entity as the form of cash dollar bills, we're also taking it a little bit deeper and saying like, that is my energetic currency. Where am I channeling it? Where is it going? And where do I ultimately want it to go? So you're going to also be very, um, I think as a whole and also individually, we're going to be really focused on like our, in our investments for the future, for the long term. And I think it's going to expand upon different themes of, you know, what's the, what's the best way to say this? So I heard a quote and I forget who it's from, but it's like when, you know, people are scared, that's when you invest. So when the market crashes, everything that goes down goes back up. That's your opportunity to invest. Um, and if your excuse is, I don't know how to do it, learn. The information is everywhere. Start small, okay? Um, you're going to have like various different opportunities within the market and within the dynamic to invest in such a way that is going to help you long term, okay? And the biggest part of this layer, I think, is to not be fearful, um, lots of wealth transfers. Um, I think that people too, that, that maybe never experienced wealth might be in better positions as well because of the opportunities that are going to present themselves. And I also think that the economy is also going to be at the forefront, how, how we're working with it, what we're doing with it, because it's already happening even. And <clears throat> excuse me. So I think that that is a really, um, 
powerful and potent component of of Jupiter and Taurus along with the land and property like I mentioned earlier and it may also because because people might be like a lot of people might take this and be like oh my gosh and run with it with it it might be more difficult um to find land it might be more difficult to find property water um scarcity to to an extent right because like people are taking advantage and it's expanding um i think we're also going to have um food at the forefront as well um how they're growing the food what they're putting on the food what we're eating how we're eating it why we're eating it chemicals all of that jazz as well as water um, and the importance of good clean water so take a look at your natal chart and see where taurus is and see what areas of your life may be affected by this energy and take a look at where Jupiter is in your chart and see where the layers and themes might be very similar um, with what I'm sharing with you in this little podcast. All right, so Venus is in Leo. So this is happening June 5th, 2023 until July 22nd. Um, And then on July 22nd to September 3rd, it's in retrograde. Now, what is retrograde? Retrograde, rest, reflect, reset, okay? What is Venus? Venus is our beliefs, our values, money, how we use money, how we talk about money, beauty, all of that jazz with Leo. And Leo is all about taking center stage, taking action, um, being strong, being seen, being heard, um, and really stepping into those various different themes. So, what does this all mean? So the areas of focus that will happen with Venus and Leo is children, inner child's work, inner healing. Um, I also am really like, I think that the healing the inner teenager is huge and not very many people talk about this. Um, different hobbies, the arts, um, perhaps the royal family, leadership, the ego, pride, celebration, anything related to the heart romance and love and recognizing what our values are maybe values and belief systems are shifting and changing as we are um maybe what we're choosing to invest in is changing just as we are maybe we're beginning to understand where the ego came from and our personality and beginning to kind of work backwards through this sense of self-reflection and realization that's really going to be powerful and potent for our, our ability to again take this energy with Venus being direct and work with it effectively and then taking that energy when it goes retrograde to take that time to reflect, refocus, re-energize, recharge all of the things that are correlated and related to Venus, um, you know, in in Leo energy. So when we look at um, what does this all and how does this all really affect us in the future, um, because, you know, when, when we are taking the time to see and recognize the various different things and themes that are coming out, um, in a, and coming up in our lives and we give ourselves the opportunity to see the triggers, to see the happenings in the, from a different standpoint, from a different perspective, we're inviting the opportunity to grow and to learn and to expand. And when we invite that opportunity to learn, grow and expand, we're, we're better prepared for what's to come. So be, be curious um, as these different things come up. Um, but the various different predictions um, that I believe will be coming up, I think that there might be a lot going on um, within the conversation. And this kind of piggybacks on like the media and all that, like social media, the media, um, what, what kind of values they're instilling, what's being shown, what's being allowed for children Um, because social media is like playing a really huge role in everyone's lives. Um, and I'm so grateful for it because it's allowed me the opportunity to expand and grow my business. But at the same time, I don't think that everybody is really using it in an effective way. I think it could be, um, you know, it could be a, a moment of comparison instead of inspiration. And one of my biggest and favorite quotes is create before you compare. It's, boundaries we're going to be looking at like what are our values and what are our belief systems what are we encouraging our children um to see and interact with 
I also think that there's going to be a lot more love in the world, not only in the form of couples in 2023, but marriages and and maybe marriages falling apart to invite and welcome who you're really intended to be with. Um, and it's going to be an, a time of fun. It's going to be a time of joy and exploration. Um, all these different different areas when Venus is in Leo. And we're going to see hu- humanity um, really prioritize joy and really prioritize fun. But when it's in retrograde, we're going to begin to kind of reflect and see like, am I not having enough fun? Am I living my life as fully as I possibly can? Um, I think it's going to also be asking you who is loyal to you and who are you loyal to? And essentially, like, where is your lore, where is your loyalty? And this is, you know, connected to the, the inner loyalty too, because I think that when you trust yourself enough, you begin to activate that sense of loyalty within and that sense of loyalty within really generates more loyalty in your external environment. Um, so these, these transits are really, really powerful and poignant. All right. So we are beginning to close this out. So the total eclipse, um, that's happening in Aries is going to happen on April 20th. The lunar eclipse is going to be happening May 5th in Scorpio. The solar eclipse is going to be happening in Libra on October 14th. And the lunar eclipse is going to be happening in Taurus on October 28th. So eclipse season is a very powerful and poignant season regardless of the year. But this really helps you understand what you need to release and let go of and what you need to pivot and see in a different way in order for you to um, let go of. So this is a powerful, powerful point of self-reflection and that's what I use astrology for myself and for my clients is like deep deep profound self-reflection that brings realizations and understandings that you wouldn't have otherwise so if you have your natal chart out look at where Aries is look at where Scorpio is in your chart Libra and Taurus and just as mentioned before um, see where these energies may be showing up for you in the various different themes because it depends on the house and what that house rules So these are major dates to remember. Um, So eclipses are interesting because they bring quite a bit. We're going to have a lot of different realizations and perspectives on things that are happening in our lives, triggers, things that we need to see, a lot of different things that we need to let go of. Um, So we, we can begin to recognize what is playing out in our lives that really needs to be restructured and reorganized. So when we look at each of the signs that it's in, it envelops um, a different vibe and a different energy. So Scorpio is is kind of like that death and rebirth. Libra is about balance. Taurus is about stability and longevity. And Aries is about the self, okay? So when we when we check in with these various different themes, Give yourself an opportunity to see like, damn, like it's April 20th in Aries. Aries is about the self. My Aries is in the seventh house of partnerships. Like who am I in my partnerships? Okay. Scorpio example. Scorpio is that planet. I'm just planet. That sign that initiates like death and rebirth and secrets and mysteries. Okay. Scorpio is in my 10th house. All right, so this is the, t- the house of career. What are some things about my job that I really didn't see before that came out that's making me feel some type of way? Do I need to trans- transform? Do I need to grow? Do I need to let this job go and step into a better career? These are examples, okay? So maybe your Libra is in the first house. Libra energy is all about creating balance. Um, and the first house is all about the self. So maybe what is off balance? Is it your diet? Is your mind? Is your body? Um, what is off balance in your life and how can you create more balance? Uh, example for Taurus, Taurus energy, uh, checking where Taurus is in your natal chart. And let's say Taurus is in your third house of travel. Maybe you're looking to plant your roots. Maybe you're looking to purchase a stable home and 
you know, have something long term. Like you're you're not really wanting to like rent this house and rent that house. You're like, I want to stay put. So these are the various different themes that are going to be coming with eclipse season. And I think I might actually um, do an eclipse season podcast episode because I think that this is quite a bit of information to digest in the beginning of the year and would really like you to focus on the major transits right now. And come the spring, I think I'll do another episode. So thank you so much for being here. If this served you in any way, shape or form, please share it, please leave a review or a five-star rating. It really does help me know and understand what it is that you want more of. And it also helps other people in the community find us. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. It really wouldn't be the same without you. And I look forward to connecting with you either in the spring 30-day reset or in any way, shape, or form um, through this podcast, on Instagram, DM, whatever it is. I love to connect with you in any way that I can, and I love, love hearing from you. Thank you so much for being here. Besos and blessings.